Although I'm excited to get started with season five and to talk about some really cool films, I do want to take a step back and talk about the Oscar nominations that were just announced this past week. Um, I want to, to look at some of the films that were there, maybe do some early predictions on my part, but also too, to talk about some films that I think might have been left out. So let's get started. My name is Cameron Delatore, and this is The Patron Saint of Film. So it's kind of a, an exciting time um, being that the Oscars is coming up. So Oscar Sunday, March 27th. So mark your calendars. Um, but I, I think when, what's interesting is, as I mentioned, we're going to take a step back before we actually dive into the, the episodes and diving into uh, you know how we can see our faith life in a lot of different films. Uh, first, I just want to talk about a time when I'm super passionate, right? And that's Oscar season. Um, so I'm not going to go too deep into like dissecting the the nominations and, you know, breaking down what's wrong with them or what's really good about them or even some of the films. I'll give you kind of just very brief look at some of the, some of the pictures that stood out to me. Um, but from there, just kind of want to do a quick dialogue and yeah, maybe maybe throw throw in a couple of predictions if I can, um, but more specifically focusing on best picture. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd say this year was kind of underwhelming uh, for me when in terms of the films that had come out. And I say this not because I'm the highest authority, of course. Right? I'm not a film critic. I'm not voting for these uh, these films. Uh, so I say this purely coming out of my own opinion. And so if somebody were to come up and say, hey, actually, this was a really great year for films, I believe them. And I, I would say just in my own preference, there are films and things in films that I look at and that I tend to enjoy and I just didn't get that as much this year. So again, this is not a uh, end-all, be-all, wow, this is a bad year for films. Um, you know, it doesn't look like Green Book is going to be winning this year, which is good. I think that's a step in the right direction. Um, but I, like I said, just want to give a, just a quick little rundown of some of the films that really stood out and, and highlight those films. Um, so the first, and these are a couple that were actually nominated, you can kind of go through and um, some that were really good, and I won't go too deep into them, uh, but that I, I thought were actually pretty good films were Belfast and The Power of the Dog. I think those are probably two kind of front runners in this category for Best Picture. Uh, I encourage you to kind of look into the synopsis, but both of those were really, really powerful films in very different ways. Um, they they touch different subject matter, um, but were just really interesting, very entertaining, and just well done. Uh, but I'd say from the list... I'm not a huge fan of Adam McKay, so don't look up. I just can't stand his rhetoric and his uh, the way he makes films. I think he fools around a little too much, uh, but good for him. Uh, even West Side Story. Now, hot take. A lot of you probably won't like this, but I really did not like West Side Story. And not even so much the, the fact that it's a remake, not even so much you know Steven Spielberg. I think it was a beautiful film. Very well done. I just don't get the story. If one of you wants to to reach out and explain to me what is going on, I know it's Romeo and Juliet. I know all these different things. I have more critiques about the details. So again, if you want to go through and, and let me know what I'm missing and see what I'm talking about exactly, feel free to reach out. But I'm not a huge fan of, of West Side Story for a couple of reasons. Licorice Pizza, uh, yeah, well that's up for you some some people will like it and there there's a beauty to it. it's a really beautiful beautifully done film very simple 
not for me. Nightmare Alley, super long. Uh, I I like Guillermo del Toro, and it, so it was it was cool in that regard, and it was very much one of his films. And the ending, I thought to myself, it was kind of long, and I was like, okay, I'm ready for this to be done. But then the ending came, and I was like, oh, actually, that makes a lot of sense. I appreciate what he what he did. So, mm, yeah, not one of my favorites, but it was really interesting. Dune is really cool and really kind of spectacular. Crazy to think that they just made half of a film and hoped for the best that they would be able to make the second half. But good film all around. Um, Drive My Car, I have not seen. I would actually like to see. Um, and I've heard a lot of really good things. So I will, I'll probably try to make sure that I see that in the next couple of weeks before, um, award season really kicks off. Um, but I guess the, the next couple films that are left on this best picture list are Coda and King Richard. I would say those are probably two of my favorites on this list. Um, Coda is just an interesting film, right? It's, it's a look at a, a, a girl who is trying to love singing and wants to start a career in singing, but she has everyone in her family is deaf. So it's kind of that struggle of they can't really appreciate per se what she's going through in, in her passions. And it's a really beautiful look into family, into, you know, following your dreams. But at the same time, too, just the struggles and, and going through and finding your your place in the world. So it's a coming of age story, but I think it's actually very interesting and very unique. Um, but the last one, I think if I had to choose a best picture from this category and again, is this the most deserving candidate? Maybe not. I would say if you're going to look at Best Picture, you might be better off uh, crowning the the Power of the Dog or Belfast, which again, two really great films. Um, but King Richard is probably my favorite. This is kind of what I'm looking at in terms of some of the films that I truly enjoy. And anytime you have a dad, <laughs> a story about a dad, I'll probably end up liking it. Um, so yeah, King Richard was probably my favorite. Just looking into the way... Um, Venus and Serena Williams' dad played such a huge role in, in their life and the sacrifices that he made, but also seeing like the struggles that they went through and the plans that he had and how they sometimes worked out, sometimes didn't. And so I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a, a beautiful film. And that was probably the one film where I was in the theater and I laughed and I cried. And yeah, I just had a, a good time and just really felt something when I was watching it. Uh, or at least didn't leave me leave me confused. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you were to go down, we can go, again spend all this time breaking down each nomination. Just want to talk more so about the best picture role, uh, or excuse me, category. Um, even kind of going through, I guess the the next kind of f- film section would be like animated film. Now I I know why everybody loves Encanto. I haven't seen it. I got through five minutes. I didn't finish it yet. So again. For anybody who loves West Side Story, anybody who loves Encanto, if you want to convince me, I will watch it eventually. Just have some qualms with it. Uh, but you can you can convince me, again, if you want. Uh, I'd say of that animated film, the Mitchell Mitchells and the Machines, that should win. It, it won't. It definitely won't. Encanto will definitely win. But the Mitchell and the Machines was such a funny film that was very relevant. And I was pleasantly surprised. I wasn't sure that I would like it, but I watched it with my mom and my sister and we were just laughing and it was a good time. But again, it wasn't just, you know, here's some fun stuff to laugh at. And now this is a children's movie. No, it like it, it was deep. It was actually something to learn and very valuable about family, about technology and the way that we're using it. Um, but also too, just like being able to trust in yourself. And yeah, I loved it anyways. 
I think the big thing that I want to say is what I've learned through these nominations and even from last year, right? I, I released an episode before the Oscars trying to talk about just the ways that we can see these best pictures, see these categories, see even just the Oscars in general and how we can use that in our own faith life and how I've used that in my own faith life. Um, but also too, it's quite interesting to be able to look at some of these films and to see how, how much they're recognized. And I think at the end of the day too, there's a lot of films that aren't, there's a lot of films that, that came out that maybe should have been nominated. You can go through or, and, and I'm not even just talking about films. I guess you could even go deeper with like actors and actresses and different uh, other, uh, categories. And I think at the end of the day, if I'm going to try to turn this into a lesson to be learned with regard to our faith, it's actually quite simple and quite clear. In our life, we're going to go through and sometimes we're going to do a lot of things that are recognized. And I think at the end of the day, even if a film is snubbed, that doesn't take away its validity. Even if the Oscars don't recognize it, that doesn't mean that it was a bad film. It just wasn't part of that the voting body's preference. So for me, I have my preferences. They have their preferences. And so I think at the end of the day, as I mentioned, there's a lesson to be learned. And going back to this theme, this theme about saints, right? Trying to find our ourselves and see how the, we can be saints to believe that we can be saints and to look at the example of previous saints to maybe either follow their example or to learn from their example or to even kind of challenge their example and say, hey, well, they did it this way. What if I do it this way? And I'm stressing this and I'm saying this because at the end of the day, there are a lot of saints that we know and you can go through and you can list and list plenty of them. You know, some of my, my favorite saints, St. Saint Augustus, excuse me, St. Augustine of Hippo, St. Peter, um, even just going deeper to, to St. Monica, St. Augustine's mom. Uh, there's beautiful saints to learn, the stories that we can learn. But I think at the end of the day, too, there are a lot of saints that we don't know. And that's just the reality. And I think most saints that we know, <clears throat> excuse me, are religious. And that's throughout history there's no internet there's no being able to to come up with something and writing someone hey here's a story of somebody who lived a very a life of a saint most of the people that were going to be canonized were people that were close to the church so you don't see as many lay people because they're not as close to the church so i think at the end of the day is you might see a lot of saints recognized and that's a beautiful gift and we want to use their example but to also remember that there are a lot of saints that aren't recognized. One, because they, they might be kind of informally recognized, right? You, you think of there's there's some saints where it's a saint and companions. So it's a recognition there were probably a lot more saints in there. We just don't know their names. We don't know their, their direct identity. So we don't want to just put in a filler name. We want to recognize them as well. So there's that where they're actually informally recognized. Or two, maybe they're just not recognized at all. And that doesn't mean that there's they're not saints, and so, again, if we look at it and we can read books about all the saints and we can write down all the saints that we have recognized, that we have canonized, it's probably not complete. And I'm saying this because just like the idea with the films, with the, the nominations for Best Picture, just because there's a saint that's not on that list doesn't mean that a saint isn't shouldn't be there and that that saint isn't amazing and that hasn't done an amazing thing in their life. And I want us to take solace in recognizing that 
I think in this day and age with, with the ease of communication, with the ease of documenting things, with the ease of, of being able to connect everyone, there are a lot of saints that are going to be recognized that maybe not, would not have been before. And so we can take solace and perhaps recognizing that maybe we will actually be recognized as saints. And I'm saying this again, not because even if you aren't recognized as a saint, you won't be a saint. I'm saying this because it's a beautiful gift to imagine to leave behind that legacy and understanding that people can pray directly for your intercession. People can see that, hey, this is the patron saint of blank. And it, it's so cool and so fascinating. I think it's, it's something that we should kind of keep on our, keep is to look forward to, excuse me, right? It's It's recognizing that, hey, we can do this. Even if it's not recognized, we can do this. And I think the a true saint mindset would be to to do it not to be recognized, but to, to be a saint because that's what we're called to do. And it's a beautiful gift to live a life worth living, to live a life for Christ, to be able to invite others into that life of Christ. And while there might be some snubs in this year for Best Picture, I will say uh, Inside, uh, Bo Burnham, that was the best film I saw this year. Some of you have seen it. Some of you haven't. Some of you are like, wait, what? Uh, I don't really like Bo Burnham. Usually I'm not a huge fan of like the musical comedy, uh, but it was really interesting and really, really cool. But just because it wasn't nominated doesn't mean it wasn't cool and wasn't interesting. And so when we live our lives and we, we try to grow in humility and we want to recognize and, and put that kind of goal of being the patron saint of something as we had talked about in the previous episode. So I want to put that goal forward, but also recognize that whether people realize it or not, whether we're recognized or not, we can be saints. We are called to be saints. And that should be our primary goal. Not for the, the glory of being a saint. I don't think any saint, if you were to ask them, uh, if you were to talk to them and say, hey, you know, do you love being a saint? They, they'd probably still tell you, I don't know if I should be a saint, right? I, I kind of said something similar in this past episode, but I think that's the beauty of it is living in humility and recognizing and thinking to yourself, can I be a saint even if I am and companions? And that's a good way to grow. That's a good foundation for our life is can I be a saint even if my only name is and companions, even if the job that I do and the, the saintly things that I do is helping somebody else be a great saint and so when we watch these these oscars if you do watch these oscars just remember there's films there that should be there there's films there that shouldn't be there but at the end of the day each of them is an achievement whether we 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 believe it or not each of them are an achievement and our lives are very similar to these films in the sense that we are all a great achievement we are walking the path a great story to be told, a great story to hear. And some of us will get that recognition in the future. Some of us won't, but there's nothing wrong with that. And it is a beautiful gift to be able to live this life. And so the, to, to finish, it's just a reminder that each of our lives are very precious and special and beautiful and they're gifts to each other. They're gifts to ourselves. And so no matter what, we can take solace in knowing that we are going to be living the lives of a saint. And hopefully we pray that we can be recognized as a saint by the church, but just in knowing that we can all be saints and we can all be in heaven with so many people recognized and unrecognized so many other saints. 
and remember the gift that it is to live out our life, our Christian life, every single day. This has been the Patron Saint of Phil. I'm your host, Cameron Della Torre. Special thanks to our producer, Rachel Darling, our sponsor, Mike Patton. Music brought to you by Carlos Munoz. You can follow me on Instagram at patron saint of underscore film. Have a blessed day. Thank you.